the episode that you're about to listen to contains spoilers for Loki episode one, but you knew that already because if you're tuning into a podcast talking about Loki episode one, chances are your nerd ass already saw it. Enjoy the show. back in the building omar the barbarian podcast i got the top man with me chris scott the sultan's good you got feather did you mean father no the sultan's good feather like the feather in his, in his fucking turban. oh okay okay <laughs> it's when he's I, stepping out <laughs> the sultan's good feather and i'm not gonna read what devon says <laughs> We don't want to get canceled, but it's, oh but it's excellent. <laughs> Devon Sanders, astronaut, ditch digger, Chris Scott, profit director, and Glade plug-in specialist, and your boy, the weapon supplier and tactical manscaper. And I put now it's now it's canon because I put it out there. <laughs> We've been talking about what my G.I. Joe distinctions would be and designations. Um, and Chris asked me when I told him about Tactical Manscaper, he was like, well, who are you manscaping? And, you know, that's a mystery. You know, it just it depends on the moment. You know, I'm providing a service to someone. Might be me, might be others. You just don't know. <laughs> so tell them what it's, we're doing today. <laughs> and what we're going to be doing. No, 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 no. It's Excuse not me. talking about your manscape. Stupid. Excuse me. Is there an app? <laughs> <laughs> not yet. We're working on it. <laughs> Go to tacticalmanscaper.com. No. <laughs> do not do that. Do not do that. <laughs> So, Loki, we're going to have some reactions. Loki episode one dropped uh, earlier this week, and me and the top man got together to discuss it and to get some reactions. So, Devon, Chris, whoever wants to jump in first and give us your thoughts on Loki, the new show on Disney Plus, please, the floor is yours. You know what? I'll go first. Um I loved Loki. I loved it. Um, it was honestly the most solid of the uh, Disney Plus uh, TV shows so far. Um, it seems to know what it is. And it is just it, Tom Hiddleston is a delight as Loki. And visually, I feel like it is the most Kirby thing we've seen Jack Kirby thing that we've seen so far within the, the MCU. So just judging from what I've seen and, and uh, Loki's raison d'etre, uh, that was me doing my job. Rich. Uh, yeah, I like it. Uh, I am all in on, on where this show was at it. So uh, 
yeah, Loki. I'm all in. All in. Chris, and, what about and, you? And I'll say this. I'm oh, all in in the way that I wasn't with WandaVision or Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, because with WandaVision, you know, you got to admit, the first two episodes were a lot of setup. Right. Same thing with Falcon and the Winter Soldier, where it's like, okay, okay. Um, ultimately, WandaVision paid off in the end. Um, and uh, <laughs> I'm, Falcon and the Winter Soldier is, is, is one of those things that even if I don't love it, I'll never say anything against it. Sort of like it, it lies within the juicy schmole uh, category where it's like, wow, us not saying anything is probably the best thing <laughs> for Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I love so that's a just hot go, take right there. I, I, I love Falcon and the Winter Soldier. There were things that I did not care for in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. But if somebody just rolled up on me at random on the street and said, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I would go, freaking masterpiece, man. Freaking masterpiece. Uh, Maybe I'm killing that with this podcast. (laughs) Uh, But overall, back to Loki. Um, yeah. <laughs> Loki is my favorite of the three <laughs> that we've gotten so far. All right, I have so many questions, but to your point, uh, Loki. But I'm gonna text you later <laughs> because I have questions. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, I know exactly what the bomb meant. I understood the code. I decoded it. <laughs> <laughs> No, I know exactly what type of person he's talking about that would run up on him and start talking shit about Falcon and Winter Soldier. It's the same person that we as a community in 2018 <laughs> uh, agreed that even if Black Panther came out uh, and was yes. trash, was right. garbage, right. which it wasn't, thankfully, um, but if it was garbage, right, we as a community just agreed that we would just perpetuate a fiction because they're not going to get a win. <laughs> exactly. Understood. Got it. Man, you know what? There's a That's now getting me thinking about a lot of things that fall into that category, but that's another show. That's definitely <clears throat> another show. Definitely another show of right. things that we protect for the culture. We got to, yeah. you got to wait, yeah. keep, keep it for the pay-per-view. Keep Walmart. it for pay-per-view. Keep exactly. It. Yes. <laughs> Don't get away on free TV now. Yeah. Do yeah. That. When we get back to uh, our, you know, when we start leaning back towards that, because we spend a lot of time there with the Super mm-hmm. Soul, uh Serum episode and so forth. When we decide to go back to that, that's definitely something we can chop up. But Chris, what are your initial thoughts on uh, It is the best Hanna-Barbera episode of a thing that I've seen in a very long time. And what I mean about uh, it's the the decor is is old and future ah. and retro all at mm. once. Um, it's it's as close as you're probably going to get to a live action Jetsons thing, um, which is a good thing be- ultimately because um, and Devon will he will stab me the next time he sees me after he hears what I'm about to say. 
Uh, <laughs> I do not like the Jetsons at all. Yeah. Uh, Jetsons uh, kind of sucks. Um, but the, the, the visuals, really cool. But that's not my favorite thing about the about the show. Favorite favorite thing isn't even all the all the supporting characters. Um, not even Casey, who didn't know who Fish was. Um, not not even none of that. Not even Tom Hills. None of that. They changed the show to Owen Wilson and Friends. Mm. He stole every scene that he was in. True. And I would like a buddy cop picture. Of him and um, what's uh, what's Raymond Park's character from from WandaVision? Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. I, I want them comparing notes about their cases. I would like that very much. Um, but yeah, I think it's uh, it's right now. I feel like I'm going to like it the most out of the three Disney Plus shows that we've gotten so far. Um, <clears throat> However, I I must break from Devon, uh, my my compatriot, uh, uh, and say that I I still uh, thought that the um, first episode of WandaVision is the best one so far, um, because I just loved how like so many people harped on the whole like it's oh it's like a retro sitcom thing, ah, and I'm like yo. Everything is unnerving as hell. Why is nobody talking more about that? <laughs> like, I think they balanced that very well in that first episode. It's like, this shit is not right. Everything is wrong here. And uh, ultimately, I feel like they could have gone uh, even weirder with it. But <clears throat> I understand why they probably couldn't, because, you know, it's Disney. And we got to put these people on lunchboxes. So I get that to a certain extent. Uh, but no, I, I loved Loki. Loved the first episode. Loved everything about it. Um, yeah, I I don't really have much more to talk about just because you know there's only so much that came out in the, the first episode. Um, but yeah, fucking thumbs up. Ten out of ten. Here for it. Let's go. I'm in the same <clears throat> space. The um, I actually got up at the drop for the East Coast to watch it. 302 wow. man i was up i was up now mind you as i say that <clears throat> mind you i'm a crackhead and <laughs> what, what crackheads I, do is, i i wish it was that <laughs> what i am is a dude who's 49 and if i can get through the night without having to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night that's a win <laughs> right i'm winning and my body was like hey man it's either gonna be here or it's gonna be in the bathroom and so i got up Went, took care of that, came back, and I was like, oh man, it's 3 a.m. Luke's coming the, on. M to the, I to the. <laughs> we have crossed a line here. I don't. <laughs> we can't you want to do pause it? You want to pause it right now, Omar? We can do like an ad read. <laughs> you know, <laughs> what the hell? So, <laughs> I got, I got, I was up to watch Loki. <laughs> now i thoroughly enjoyed it thoroughly enjoyed it um it was good i'm curious to see how uh the the what are they called the tva the time variance uh authority time variance authority i'm curious to see how that's going to play out for this 
uh, for future threads. Uh, of course, we talked about Tom Hiddleston. He's amazing. <clears throat> I thought the casting, from what we've seen so far, now mind you, there's still a ton that we need to see, but right now, uh, the casting, I think, is fantastic. It is. Yeah. The um, I'm going to butcher her name. But uh, the you know you're about to say. yeah, Hunter B. I think Hunter B. Fifteen. I know she's on. Uh, y'all correct me if I'm off. Uh, is it Love Lovecraft Country? That I think she's on. I know uh, I've seen yes. her on something. Yeah, yes, amazing man. I don't generally watch TV, so the uh, Owen Wilson uh, as Mobius, fantastic. Mm. Um, you know it, it. It felt like to your to your point. <clears throat> it's like a ramp up like each show gets better you know as they as they do it the um i agree with you man on your take about wandavision not to just to in terms of comparison of how the shows stack up and rank against one another um i thought wandavision you know i was initially like i wonder what they're going to do with this um and they gave you enough clues to kind of let you know that something's up something's a little bit different And then with each episode, it got a little bit better. And I think people just had to get, they're so used to getting all of it at once because it it was theatrical. And so this is the first time like, you know, Marvel's now training us again to sit, you know, just to have long, you know, six hours essentially of show. Same thing with Falcon and Winter Soldier. And, you know, just waiting for that payoff and people wanting it immediately and say, well, I don't have to wait, you know, for it because we're so used to seeing these characters on the on the larger screen. Loki ha- had the unique advantage of kind of beginning with something that is very familiar, which is, you know, they start out with Endgame, you know, and this is something that we remember from that. And then it picks up immediately where that leaves off. And that, for some reason, f- helped me accept it because it was familiar. Whereas WandaVision was a, a variation or a deviation, I should say, of, okay, I'm used to seeing them in one capacity, and now we're seeing them in a completely different capacity. So it's going to take a, a minute for my mind just to work that out of, this is familiar, but it's not that, and it's different. Um, and we're not as patient, but because we love these characters, I'm going to sit here. I'm, I'm going to sit here for it. Loki hooks you from the word go. And in in ways that the other ones, it took a little bit more, you know, time for the engine to rev up. So it, it's uh yeah, there was no, there were no. I looked up, man, and like I think the show's about forty five minutes, the first episode or so. I blinked, man, and it was over. You know, and so it's uh, I started thinking about just the way that Marvel trains us as consumers. Think about how often you sat throughout the. To, at the end of a flick, through the whole list of credits, waiting for mid credit. You know, there was no such thing as a mid credit scene and an end credit scene. It, you know that I'm aware of. Before, it, well, I put this way: if it was there, it wasn't popularized until Marvel really sort of did it, and they trained us to the point where I will sit in non-Marvel movies. If, if DC come out with a movie, I'm like, well, they might have something. Let me let me sit here. Let me wait. Um, with this, have you all found yourself? Waiting through the credits to see if there's anything at the end of, a, of an episode. I did. I did. Um, I, did I, I was looking for an end credit scene and there was nothing. But, you know, maybe they're trying to train us out of that because 
they don't seem to be doing it as much as as they were before, especially with the shows. Maybe they're just trying to say, hey, maybe the shows are just their own thing. I Plus, you usually there's like eight episodes, six, eight episodes. You can't drop a, an in-credit scene for everything. True. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Maybe they're trying to retrain our brains or something. Just found you know, it interesting. Gonna, Go ahead. I'm sorry, Chris. Tell you, um, the, um, the whole in-credit sequence thing, um, for me at least, wasn't that big of a deal, uh, especially when they started doing it like in you know like Iron Man and stuff like that? Because um, I think from an early age, uh, I was personally trained to uh, you know like, hey, there might be some shit at the end of this. Yeah, let's wait around. I'm gonna tell you the first movie that uh, that did that in my life. I don't know if this was the first movie ever. To have an in like a like an after credits deal, um. So don't any you know fucking historians come at me in the comments. You <laughs> shut up. Um. But uh, the Masters of the Universe movie. <laughs> Ooh. Wait, what? Ooh. Yeah, man. Uh, because fucking Skeletor gets knocked into like a big vat of like red goo. Or whatever the fuck, right? Why is there like a smelting pit in Castle Grayskull? Who knows? Um, he falls in that shit, and then like credits roll. Right at the end, he like his head pops back up. Like, I'll be back, you know. And just no, you won't. But okay, <laughs> <laughs> go, go off, though. <laughs> How about I did not know that until this moment. I now have oh, to go yeah. watch you that don't. film. But just YouTube it or something. I need to see. I need to see that. I need that Frank. What's it? Frank Langella. I think is his name. Yeah. Is the actor. I need that, that moment in, what in you my. Do, yeah. What you do is you go to YouTube. You do the supercut of Frank Langella's scenes in that movie. Um, also, actually, uh, for real though, uh, Master of the Universe. The whole movie is free on YouTube right now. Legally, you can just go to it and scrub to the end. Free is the right price for it. Yes. Free is the right price. Do, yes. do not pay. Do not pay. No. And I will I'm the first I'm the I'm the loudest Frank Langela Skeletor guy you know. And I will tell you not to pay for that film. Not not do that. But do seek out his his scenes because he is the best on-screen movie villain like ever. And we ain't talking, you know, we're talking like fantastical comic book type stuff, you know hypothetical jackass that's listening to this is like, well, you know, Marlon Brando, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Fucking, but Max Katie, yeah, shut up. <laughs> He's talking about famous movie villains and this motherfucker's like, Cape Fear, shut up. <laughs> so anyway, Loki. Uh <laughs> <sighs> See, it's because we're talking about Loki, so we're talking about villains, so it's, it's right. all full it, circle. It, it, it's there. I'm with you, man. I'm riding with you. <laughs> I'm riding with you. So you know what I what I most liked about Loki? Mm. Um, it was Tom Hiddleston, and the writing was, was really spot on, but he sold the writing. Like, there's a point where after he realizes some things about his existence, mm. 
he just gets really somber and really quiet. And he says, I don't like being evil. And it was just like, whoa, like you're, you're not enjoying this. Like you don't like, you know, it's, it's, it was kind of like a big deal for me, like watching this scene because it's like, you don't like having people hate you, but you don't know any other way. Like you're just so trapped in this, this cycle of, Oh, I got to do this. I got to be mischievous. And when Mobius basically goes, well, you're the God of mischief, but none of the things you do are mischievous. Mm. It's kind of mean. <laughs> it was like, oh, yeah. Okay. Like, I look forward to hopefully this thing giving us a Loki that isn't so much like a sort of cardboard villain that just, and he never really truly was, but someone with actual motivations other than just like taking down his brother, you know, uh, that's what I'm really hoping for with Loki. Chris, what are your thoughts on that? I've got some, um, um, I, I agree with Bob, um, for the, for the most part, uh, Loki in the movies has been portrayed as like a star scream, you know, like mm-hmm. his driving yeah. motivations perfect, perfect metaphor. Are, 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 are self gratification, self, uh, you know, financial gain, self, you know, all that stuff. Like he selfish. Um, and yeah, like the idea of getting a character who, is more nuanced than that, I guess. You know, I mean, it's not, it's not that Tom Hiddleston didn't inject nuance into the the previous outings as the character, but um, oh sweet, hang on. Uh, so uh, outside of the podcast, I just got a good text message about uh, a, a, a what do you call it? A, a order or bet? No, not a bet. The auction thing, like eBay. Oh yeah, yeah, like you a. I, I'm I'm about to. I'm talking to the guy right now. He's like, nice. "Hey, what do you, you know, want with the thing?" But it's about a transformer. I'm I'm getting a knockoff Megatron. But um, fascinating. <laughs> I feel like that's the mid credit so that we can do this more. Yes. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Devon. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> I mean acquisitions. Oh, like uh, you know, <laughs> antiques and furniture and things. No, nah, man, transformers. Uh, <laughs> he turns to a gun. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, no, uh, I am looking forward to uh, Loki that is able to not be any one thing only. Um, I am. Ironically enough, this Loki has a second chance because Loki as a villain has literally oh, already died. Like we have already killed that guy. So be better, be different. Give me more Tom Hiddleston and Owen Wilson. I couldn't agree more. Um so many thoughts on this, man. And I want to be careful not to spoil anything for anybody who hasn't seen it. But Devon, to your point, that 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 
particular scene uh, hit different, you know, when he realized, you know, and Hiddleston is just, it's just another layer of his brilliance. The, to you all's point, um, the best villains that we've seen come out of the MCU are the ones that are most, are the, mo- the most nuanced. Mm. And, you know, kind of have those. Um, obviously, the, the easy answer on that is Killmonger. Um, where Killmonger you, and Vulture. Yes. Where you just kind of go, eh, you kind of yeah, got a point. Yeah, I, I can't be mad at that. Yeah. All right. With Hiddleston, you know, and Loki, <clears throat> it's like we've seen him come. We've seen his arc, to your point. We've seen, you know, where he comes comes in and, you know, where they were sort of trying to figure him out. And, you know, where they went from there, you know, uh, who he was when the Russos um, really kind of, you know, developed him, how he was in the Thor films. You know, when we get to Ragnarok and that version, sort of the Thor's buddy and, you know, uh, that whole thing, you know. And so what I think we've seen here is this is a Loki that I because I was wondering how they were going to do it. It's like, it's like, all right, you've got an entire series based on a character that is a villain. So you're already breaking sort of those rules of writing because you, your antagonist is your, your main character. So it's, that's always a challenge. And you, you both know this as writers, you know, it's like, how do you pull the, how do you break the rules of the matrix, you know, on this without it being something that we've seen a million times, how do you do this without it becoming Xena warrior princess where, Oh, you're the tortured hero that had a past. And now you're, doing this thing to redeem yourself. You know, it's a thing we've seen and it's a trope we've seen, but the way that they handled this, they gave it a twist. And, and it's, I don't know if it's so much, maybe it's a combination of the writing and Hiddleston's performance, uh, as well as, you know, just having Owen Wilson to play off of, but those, that combination just works for me, you know? And to your point, it's, it was, I was already hooked you know, from, you know, again, and it's that that first episode of, you know, it being different than WandaVision and Falcon and Winter Soldier. I was hooked. But now I'm I'm excited. You know, it, I'm thinking about our, our, our episode. Where we were talking about the MCU and we were all kind of in that it's got to fall off because it peaked. And if this is a sign of things to come around the nuance and where they're taking these characters that, cause now you've got a decade's worth plus of content and expectations and you've got to change it, but you can't ruin it. And this to me would be the blueprint of how you do that. You take something that we know and present it in a way that is evolved, that has three dimensions. He's now not just 2d. He's now, wow. And they, they didn't go and mind you, we've only, we're only talking about one episode. Uh, so, you know, it remains to be seen, but I have confidence that they're not going to just make him good. And now suddenly he's good. And I go, I go back to uh, the one comparison I can think of is uh, when Dwayne Johnson was like, you know, it can't just be. And now it's sing along with the rock. Now I'm, you know, I'm a baby face. They they developed it and they made it a thing. And they in that we know that it's fiction, but they make us believe. And that's the best kind of fiction to me. Mm. Yeah, he's not gonna be. He's not gonna be all the way good. Instead, um, I think uh, Mobius already clued you in onto what he could be. Mischievous. Mm. He can just. He's Bugs Bunny, 
Loki should just be Bugs Bunny. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, also, you know, uh, the scene where Mobius is in the cathedral and he's looking at the, the dead body and the time variance authority cops are there and they see the young boy and he asks the boy who did it and he points to this picture of the devil and it was like no that's not Mephisto that's Loki that's who Loki can be if Mm. he allows himself to go there and I like the fact that they're exploring this idea that yeah we've gotten a whole Loki but we can get a much worse Loki Mm. and that's, that's kind of scary to me like one who probably doesn't get his next snap by Thanos, but a Loki who is more apt to snap a neck as is as, as as apt to snap a neck as Thanos is. Mm. Yeah, man. I'm here for it. I'm excited for it. Yeah. It's it's a, it's a, it's just a damn good show. And like I was saying before, there was there were scenes in there where I was just like looking at the scenery scenery was just so gorgeous. Like, yeah. um, like it's just modern sort of 1950s, 60s, uh, sort of jet age, like design. And it, it just, I just kept looking at everything. And there was a, a, a scene in there where Mobius and Loki are taking a walk. And he shows him basically the world within the time variances. And there's all this like sort of like copper sepia toned machinery and and rockets and, and ships that are just flying everywhere. And it just looks so Kirby to me. And I remember Mm. looking at that scene and just going, Man, I wish Jack could have seen what he created, what he inspired, and if the sh- if the show ended on that one episode, I would be absolutely good with it. It was a beautiful scene. I'm I'm rethinking it. It's funny you you said something else, man that that triggered a thought of it's a subtle thing the the tones and the colors and you know the but inside the tva looks like it could be all time any time that it pulled and i didn't even really think about that until you just said that and it's like well of course it would be it's it's a it's it's like hiding in plain sight and that's the brilliance of this show i think that this will have a strong rewatchability this feels like something that you know now i'm probably going to go and watch it again and see what I missed, you know, because there there seems to be a whole lot there that they just kind of they put in that you just didn't catch. A lot of Easter eggs. And I don't mean the type of Easter eggs like, oh, that's from the comics. I mean a wow, they made choices with colors and tones and different things being present to represent time because it's the time variance authority. Right. Um, even the the idea of time things taking forever. That whole entrance scene where he's in line and it feels like the MVA, 
uh, or rather, I'm sorry, the uh, the DMV. DMV. Yeah. Um, the SDC. Depends on where yeah, you are. Where you are, right? <laughs> um, the you know the DMV, and he take a ticket. There's two of us. Take a ticket. You know, it it's a the 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 overshadow the overhang of time being a thing being it's almost yeah. like time itself is a character yeah you know and it's just brilliantly done so yeah. kudos to the writers room over on Loki absolutely all right any other thoughts from you fine gentlemen um I think for right now well actually you know what um Devon I must say that I got less Kirby from the decor than I did Walt Simonson. Mm. Like okay. that, it's it's a it's a Walt Simonson thing all over that, and I love that they kept uh, Mobius's Mark Greenwald uh, mustache. Mm. Like it's great because that's apparently what uh, the, they um, designed him to look like. Yeah. in the books it was yeah. Right. So, so just so people who don't know, um, Mobius is uh, designed after a very important Marvel editor by the name of Mark Grunewald, who wrote Captain America and Quasar and was very, very influential in uh, 80s, 90s Marvel, uh, basically creation. Um so he passed away and Marv Wolfman, Marv Wolfman, excuse me, Walt Simonson actually created him as a continuity cop within Marvel Comics as a tribute to his friend and former editor, Mark Grunewald. So uh, that's another little Easter egg in huh. there. I did not know that. Yeah. That's real cool. That's very cool, man. Yeah. Also, I think we need to, you know what? I think, um, Omar, when you actually do uh, get this episode all bundled up, yeah, uh, you should put a spoiler tag at yes. the at the front end, um, because man, the just the Infinity Stones just just, just mean nothing, mean nothing, man. mean nothing. And at first, I was like kind of pissed. I was like, wow, so just ten years. It's just this is bull. You know, I did the whole fan out, whole thing. I'm like, Meh! <laughs> but then I thought about it. I chilled out. Yeah, it's, it's 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 wonderful. It's showing how high above everything else the TVA is, and it's just like, can y'all just stop? Can y'all stop? Stop! I throw these <laughs> to my dog. <laughs> <laughs> it's. To be honest with you, man, that could be an entire segment. Just that alone, the value that was put on those things for 10 years and to get one. I just think particularly for Loki, for him to be like, wait, y'all just y'all. He's like, y'all, y'all already got the infinity. Yeah, 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 we get these all the time. That's it's just crazy to me. (laughs) You know, that um, I think my man said, uh, yeah, some people use them as paperweights, Mm -hmm. (laughs) which is yet another all time thing the fact that paper is still that you would have enough papers that you would require a paper rate uh weight at a time where most people don't own a printer because you don't really need to right you know so it, it's a just very interesting um so many subtle messages that speak to it like it takes his his whole motivation 
for the Avengers. And it just it's like, nope, this is not who you, you know, everything you thought you were doesn't matter. It's, yeah. it's, it's brilliant, man. It's brilliant. It's a, but Chris, I see what you're talking about as well of how we could take that as fans and go, wait, wait, what? <laughs> I invested 10 years of my life into this. Mm-hmm. It didn't mean anything. <laughs> it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> That's not my Marvel. <laughs> it's still real to me, damn it. <laughs> oh, man. Um, do you all have any thoughts as to where it could potentially be going? No, and I don't okay. care. Okay. Like, I'm being really honest. I don't care. Like, I just, I am enjoying it. I, you know, like I've I tried to coin a phrase, phagiitis, where you are trying to connect things that don't necessarily need connecting, and you miss out on a whole lot in trying to connect the things that aren't there. Um, if anything, if you can thank WandaVision and, and Captain America and the Winter Soldier, uh, if you can thank them for anything, it's kind of letting go, just being able yeah. to let go and mm. just say, all right, just, I'm just going to watch this. Just going to watch this because also I think that this is the, not the last, but for a good little while, this is going to be the last Marvel show we're going to get for a good while. Cause I know they announced what mm. if, yeah, but I don't think it has a date just yet. So that makes me lock into just wanting to enjoy it even more. Yeah, I feel you. I think um, with uh, the world opening back up, we're going to be they're going to start saying training us to go to the movies more than watch the shows. So if the shows aren't as available, plus, I think they're going to pivot because um, Star Wars will come back to the forefront here in a bit. You know, as those shows start to rev up. Um so, yeah, I, I, I hear you on that, man. And I think you make a great point in that just enjoy it for what it is. Yep. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. And I will uh, throw the the spoiler piece. Um, matter of fact, man, y'all want to just do that now? I can edit it in. Chris, why don't you do it? Why don't you say spoilers? Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just be like, yeah, look, you know what you're getting into. Shut up. I'm about to do it. Do it then. Okay. Go on and uh, do the- it. <laughs> <laughs> you satisfied, whatever it is. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, so. Maybe I'll uh, go. I swear to God. <laughs> It's the, it's the it's, mic. Devon sound real good, don't he? It's man, right? You know, you give give a motherfucker a good mic, and now it's David Ruffin. And these are the temptations. Just shut up over there. <laughs> you got you got to leave all this shit in. You gotta, oh, oh yeah. This, oh yeah. This is gold. This is, this is all going in. Yes. This is yes. all. This is all going in. Yes. So uh, the. Uh, the episode that you're about to listen to contains spoilers for Loki episode one, but you knew that already because if you're tuning into a podcast, 
talking about Loki episode one, chances are your nerd ass already saw it. Enjoy the show. That was perfect. <laughs> Every once in a while, I get get a good get a good. I was strong. I was strong. Kung Fu. Strong copy. We'll call it one take, Scott. <laughs> I like that. One take, Scott. I'm. Gonna, I'm, I'm I'm you can embrace that, aren't you? I know. Uh, for different reasons than I will reveal on the podcast. <laughs> okay, let me stop for me and stop. <laughs> <laughs> Two takes, <Yeah>. baby. <laughs> <laughs> if it's three, I'm gonna die. <laughs>